Welcome to the Low Key Hippie Podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Low Key Hippie Podcast. I'm Trevor Carroll and I am so grateful that you are able to join me here today. I hope you're having an amazing day so far. The weather here in Reno, Nevada has been absolutely amazing. Like, spring is definitely in the air and it it's crazy how much of a difference it makes to me at least um when it's warmer outside when the sun is shining when when the plants and the trees and everything just start coming back to life and i am just so grateful that it's finally happening because i have been missing it so 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 much so i am so excited I'm so excited that spring is finally here. I feel like I need to bring my seat down a little bit. There we go. I don't have to lean over <laughs> over the microphone and make my back sore from doing that. So we took a mini break from the podcast, just um, took off Monday's episode. So this episode will be uploaded on Thursday. Um, a lot has happened since then. Um, I feel like a lot of life lessons have been flowing to me and just a lot of just more things that I'm feeling um, need to be integrated into my life and just old past habits and patterns and traumas, not necessarily like big traumas, but just little things that have happened to me in my childhood that are starting to come up to the surface now. There's a lot of self-worth stuff that I'm dealing with. Um, None of it's bad. It's all good. We're all on this healing journey together. And I just started reading this book, um, I don't know where I put it, actually. I think it might be on the um, the coffee table over there. But I just started reading this book called How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera. I think that's how you say her name. Um, you might follow her on Instagram. It's at The Holistic Psychologist on Instagram. I've been following her since she had a couple hundred thousand followers, and now she has over a couple million, I think. So um, she has some incredible, incredible teachings and knowledge in that book, and I would definitely recommend it to you if you are on this journey of healing and just becoming your greatest version, because um, there's a lot of different things out there, but I really feel like this book has um, it's brought a lot up for me uh, in a good way to allow myself to heal. So it's called How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicola Parrish. I thought I would share that with you guys before we get started on this episode. I don't have any real big topics to talk about today. I got myself a cup of nice warm tea here. But um, I did ask on my Instagram stories what questions you guys had, and I figured I would answer some of those in this podcast episode today. Also, we went thrifting yesterday, and I got this super awesome turtleneck i just feel i feel dapper today <laughs> even though i just woke up like an hour ago my face is still like uh what's going on this morning so um yeah so with all of that said let's go ahead and answer some questions that i have here i did answer some on my stories but i definitely didn't get to all of them and i don't think i'll get to all of them in this podcast episode still but uh i love 
hearing what you guys want to hear on the podcast. So if you have podcast topics or just questions or things you'd like me to speak about, send me a DM on Instagram. My, my Instagram is at Trevor Carroll. And uh, just say, I have a topic for the podcast or can you answer this question in a podcast or whatever? And I will, I will definitely be happy to do so. So uh, first question we have here is, what is the best or most powerful affirmation for you? There's a few. Um, one of the most powerful ones for me is I love myself and I am worthy. It's so simple, but just saying that over and over again, when for so long you haven't believed it, it, it is really powerful. Like when was the last time you actually said those words, I love myself or I am worthy of whatever, or just I am worthy. I mean, think about it. Like it, it probably has been quite a while and it's just so powerful to really just sit that and let those words just vibrate within you um, and really start to believe that. And of course, there is a lot more work that has to be done around self-love, but um, just saying that can be, it can change things. It really can, especially if you haven't said that to yourself in a while. So I love myself and I am worthy. Also, if you're watching the video, version of this podcast and my face like scrunches up like this my allergies have been whoo oh here we go allergy attack right now my allergies have been absolutely terrible it's probably why my eyes are super baggy today my face feels super puffy i promise i'm not lit i'm not i'm not crying it's 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 all allergies this is the raw real podcast that you guys get here so i do apologize for that and if i sneeze on here i also apologize but i can't help it okay um Next question is, what is your favorite book recommendation? I have a few, and definitely the one I just mentioned at the top of this podcast episode, um, How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera is phenomenal. I'm about five chapters in, I think, and even just that much in, it's it's life-changing. So that one, um, if you're new to a spiritual journey, I guess, uh, I would say The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz is really good. Um the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle is also really good. Be Here Now by Ram Dass is really good. Um, that one you might have to read a couple of times just to really get across what he's saying, but it's kind of like the Bible. I like to say it as like the Bible of spirituality. It it dives deep into like Buddhism and Hinduism and different like New Age philosophies. I think it's really, really, really good. Um, have you visited Mexico? No, I haven't. I would love to. My my dad is in Mexico right now uh, visiting, and it looks so amazing, and just so much culture there, and lots of, um, I would absolutely love to go to Mexico, um, but I haven't been there yet. Sometime soon, I promise. Um, how can I find myself in my passion? Uh, this is a lifelong process. It's, it's a journey of finding who you are and what you're passionate about, and remember that your passion is going to change it's not just set in stone i think when we're like growing up through school the school system they're like you got to pick one thing and you got to do this one thing for the rest of your life and then when you're old and you can't do much anymore only then then can you retire and go have fun but um i completely disagree with that if maybe you're in college right now and you're studying something and then you 
you go pursue that career and a couple years in it just doesn't resonate with you anymore that's okay like these passions are going to change but how can you find your passion right now in this moment well ask yourself some questions what is it that you like to do for fun if you could do a couple things for the rest of your life what would they be Who am I? What do I enjoy doing? And not for other people, not for the clout, but what do what do I enjoy doing if, if it didn't have to do with what anyone else thinks of me? And a lot of times the answer to these questions is right in front of us. We We kind of get so caught up in our ways and we forget that these answers, these passions get so caught up or <laughs> we get so caught up in our lives and these passions are right in front of us and we don't really see it. And then as far as finding yourself, again, that is a, that's a journey too. I like to see the spiritual journey as peeling back the layers of what we aren't are, like through social conditioning and things like that, all these, these facades and these masks that people have put onto us. It's up to us to peel that off, and so it's a lifelong journey. I think we're all slowly learning who we are. Not, not learning who we are, we're, we are remembering who we are. So I think just be patient with yourself. Really, that's the biggest thing, and you don't need to have anything figured out. You really don't because I don't know if anyone does. I don't think anyone has everything figured out. Also, you guys, I am waiting for my instacart grocery order to show up here so we've, we've got all kinds of things happening on this podcast episode today <laughs> uh, not going to be a super long episode i just want to go through some questions and see what you guys uh, want to see answered here um i already did some books let's see here what is your biggest dream hmm one of the things that is definitely at the top of my list when I, the first thing I guess I thought of when I read this question out loud is, is living in Hawaii. It's something I've wanted to do for a really long time. I visited there many times, at least 10, I, I don't remember, but it is such a beautiful place, nature-wise, culture-wise, energetically. It just, it feels so awesome to be there and um i would say that that's definitely at the top of my list right now is getting to hawaii and living there maybe just for six months maybe for a year maybe for a lifetime i don't know if, if i really enjoy it i would i definitely see myself staying there but um i don't know i, I would say moving to hawaii or somewhere else tropical-ish with lots of nature <laughs> but definitely Hawaii is is on the top of my list um, did you find your purpose and how did you do it yes and no um, like I said like our, our purposes and our passions are they're always changing and for a long time growing up I was super into fitness and exercise and working out and things like that and I was so passionate about it like I would research and watch YouTube videos like all day long about fitness and more specifically like bodybuilding and muscle building and um, I became a personal trainer I got my personal training certification and I did that for about a year and a half maybe two years and then when 
COVID came, good old COVID, um, <laughs> things started shifting. And I don't know if this happened with you too, but the things that we used to be interested in kind of shifted apart. And, and I really honed in on what my purpose is right now in this moment. And I think it's, um, it's spreading that love, spreading that compassion and teaching others how they can get out of that stuck feeling in life and how they can really pursue and live that life that they desire. Um, because that's what I'm doing with my life too. And I know how it feels to be down in the dumps. I know how it feels to be depressed. I know how it feels to feel worthless and, and not know what to do with your life. I guess how to even live like a life full of joy and happiness. And I don't know all the answers. Of course not. No one does. But um, I'm learning everything that I've gone through. And I understand that others are going through this as well. And so that's why I'm passionate about doing this. But for you, it's, it's going to be something completely different. And again, I think one understanding that you don't have to have it all figured out there and you're not going to have just one purpose or one passion it's going to change and evolve throughout life so i think in this moment right now that's all you have to worry about is what is it in this moment that fills my cup up what is what is it in this moment that i feel super joyful about doing every time i do this i get into that flow state where nothing else matters and there's your answer right there and if you don't know that's okay too step outside of of your little bubble of comfort and do a couple things every week that that bring a little bit of discomfort and shake things up into your life and then I think slowly you'll begin to I guess as you try out new things you'll begin to have some things that kind of stick with you and and then you can go from there but there, there's absolutely no rush how do I manifest love I think that this question is talking about more specifically like a relationship type of love so I'll get into that but um, first understand that the, at the core of who we are underneath this layer of skin and, and bones <laughs> we we are love we are love at the core of who we are this heart center right here is what we are so you already are love you already have all the love that you need within yourself and when I think that you can really fully accept who you are and not necessarily fully love who you are because that that's a huge practice but begin that practice of self-love and start to love the the things about yourself that you have not liked for so long when you're comfortable with being with yourself when you're comfortable with sitting with these difficult aspects of yourself then I think it's so much easier to attract a partner or a relationship into your life that will reflect that love. If you're if you're seeking a relationship to, I'm gonna, I might call you out here. Um, if you're seeking a relationship to fill that void that you can't get from within yourself, nine out of ten times that relationship is not going to work out in the end. Or it may work out, but you might not feel completely fulfilled in that because I like to see relationships as it's it's a mirror it's a perfect way to to reflect what is already going on within you and so that's why first step of manifesting a loving relationship is finding that love within yourself 
Uh, latest book you have read? A lot of questions on books here. The latest book I've read is um, How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicola Perra. Um, before that, I was reading um, Heart of the Heart of Buddha's Teachings. I can never say his name. I feel so bad. Like Thich Nhat Han or whatever. Thich Nhat Han. I, I can't say his name. I'm going to have to look up how to say that so I can pronounce it correctly because I do apologize. Um, how can I learn to say no? Ah, boundaries. Oh my gosh. Yes, this is something we're all working on too. <laughs> um, and what I'm learning too is sometimes these boundaries that we are trying to set, we feel like they're impossible to set because of things that have happened to us in the past because we might not have felt validated or people might not have respected these boundaries when we tried to set them or we were taught that we have to always say yes even if it doesn't feel right for us or whatever the reason is. But the simple answer I have to your question, how to say no, is to follow through with that is to say no if it's not in alignment with who you are if it's not in agreement with what your core beliefs are and what what you really feel about life then it's okay to say no and understand that saying no is a complete answer you don't need to give a reason you don't need to give an excuse or make up a little white lie as to why you can't do that thing and of course, you do need to understand what your core beliefs are. So I think getting clear on that too can be really powerful. What what do you what are you in agreement with in this lifetime and everything you're not? That's okay to say no to, and you don't have to feel guilty about it. Even if someone else tries to make you feel guilty, like ah, come on, please, come on, say no. You have to do what's best for you. You really, really do. And if your cup is empty you truly have nothing else to give and you might not be your best self in that moment so that's why saying no can also be it's not a, a selfish thing to do because you're also looking out for other people you don't want to be a crazy person when when um you don't want to go do whatever that thing is so you have to fill your cup up first and it's okay to say no i'll do a few more questions here um have you traveled to South America? No, I'd love to. I'd love to. I'd love to go like Mexico and then like down through South America. There's so, so many beautiful places down there. Totally. There's a lot of places I want to travel to sometime in this lifetime, sometime in this lifetime. All right. <laughs> this COVID thing kind of put everything on hold. Um, how to let go of doubt, worry, fear, and negativity. Well, I think um, most of these things that you listed, like doubt and worry and fear and I guess even negativity, you have to understand where they're stemming from. Why are you feeling this doubt or this worry or this fear or this negativity about this thing? Where did this come from? What is this belief coming from? And remember that that these are beliefs and they can be changed. And so first off, diving deep into what is it that that made you think this thing about this thing? Was it through social conditioning when you were younger? Was it through a, a past traumatic experience? And then remember that, that the reason you have these doubts, the reason you're worried about this thing is because you care. It's because your mind is trying to protect you from that that worst possible thing happening. And I just did a TikTok on this that 
I guess you could say blew up. <laughs> um, I, I think I got like 600,000 views on that one. My TikToks have not been doing good at all. So I'm, I'm actually excited that that one got across because I think it was a really important message. But um, our mind is always trying to protect us from like the worst possible outcome. And so you kind of have to separate yourself from the mind and listen to the intuition. Doing anything new is going to be scary for us. It's how we... It's, it's, a, it's a survival instinct that we have because when we're in our own little comfort zones and we're doing the same thing over and over, it feels safe and it feels good. But stepping outside of that, our mind tries to get in the way and tries to protect us. It's like, you know, Trevor, this, this doesn't feel right. I don't know what's going on, but then you have to tap back into that intuition and to do this, you can journal or meditate on it and really connect with that like heart center and kind of like the, the solar plexus area. And just really feel, does this, does this feel right for me? And if you ask yourself that question, you feel kind of tightness, you feel it kind of contract, your breath kind of gets shallow. Maybe you might want to listen to your mind a little bit there. But if it does feel right for you, if you feel expansive, if, if in the end this feels great maybe the process getting there is going to be a little bit scary but in the end if this feels great then you should follow through with your intuition so i'm going to end the episode there i'll be back with a new topic um in the next episode i love doing these podcasts but sometimes i just feel like i need couple days off to reconnect and really tap into that channeling energy because if I feel like I'm forcing these episodes then the content isn't good and then I feel like it comes across as being forced and it it just isn't as powerful as it can be if if I'm not forcing and if I'm just sitting here channeling and if I'm feeling that creative flow so um, thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode I really do appreciate you and I appreciate you for not only supporting me and supporting the podcast, but for challenging yourself to grow and challenging yourself to become your greatest version and to continue to spread that love and compassion. So thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an amazing day.